Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Bloomberg Westminster, on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and wherever you get your podcasts. We've just heard from Chancellor Rishi Sunak outlining his plans for the next step for what will replace furlough. We're looking at a new job support scheme, topping up wages for workers returning on shorter hours, similar to the German Kurzarbeit model. And the essential idea here is, Roger, is to uh, make sure that people are actually working, make sure that they're in viable jobs, uh, not just jobs that are propped up because of furlough as we continue through uh, the recovery, really, from the virus and try and find a way also to live with it because the message from the government is that it's going to be around for a while yet. This is going to last for six months and it was similar guidance we got on the on the virus measures from Boris Johnson earlier in the week. Yeah, indeed. It was a fascinating speech in a lot of ways. I counted, I think seven times he said the word viable, uh, this Chancellor, in terms of jobs. That clearly is the government's focus. He said they can't keep people in jobs that are no longer viable. That's not what the government's for. Let's uh, bounce all this off Kate Holland, who's MP for Blackburn, joining us live on the line. Kate, welcome to the programme. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Do you think the Chancellor has done enough with his plan? Well, first of all, I think it's uh, a bit late. I mean, 40 times Annalise Dodds has asked for this uh, to help support jobs, retain jobs and keep unemployment down. Um, The devil's always in the detail and I'm pleased so far on some of the measures he's announced. What does concern me is the parts that are missing out, like the additional funding that local government needed uh, due to the cost they've been exposed to through the virus. But of course, any support for businesses is welcome. Uh, I would have liked to have heard a bit more about training because sadly, so many people fell through the gaps in the uh, support scheme, particularly the self-employed, uh, that a number of businesses has already gone bust. Uh, nothing in there for them. But I say the devil's in the detail and I'll listen very carefully uh, to the press conference this afternoon. But any support at all to mm. preserve jobs and create jobs is really important. But of course, Blackburn had higher unemployment uh, even before the virus. And I'd have liked to see some of their levelling up promises directed at places like Blackburn that already had higher unemployment, but also have been hit harder uh, due to further lockdown measures. Yeah, I mean, on the timing there, you say that he was, uh, the Chancellor was late to announce this. Uh, I suppose we don't get the end of furlough for another, uh, what, five or six weeks at the, at the end of October. So it's, it wouldn't be fair to say that this is a cliff edge, right? Uh, well, I think for a number of firms uh, it was. Uh, if you look at the consultation period, you need for redundancies. And given that the government has been asked so often uh, to come forward with a longer term uh, plan. 
uh, I believe businesses have actually been led to believe that there was nothing further to come. So I'm afraid decisions were already been made uh, in the last few weeks uh, that may be irreversible. Kate, I mean, just in terms of, of the direction of it, I mean, Labour has spoken about the importance of certain sectors, certain workers being helped to make sure the jobs are kept going. What the Chancellor has done is he's talked about small and medium enterprises essentially being the ones who will benefit from this, not big companies so much, although that's a possibility. Uh, is it right then to say to all uh, who can continue to work at a third of their hours and be supported up to two-thirds of their wages, that that is the way to go in order to make sure that viable jobs, which he kept emphasising, are kept on until the end of this crisis? Uh, well, it's interesting in what he calls viable jobs because I'm not quite sure how they will uh, determine whether these, these jobs are viable. Uh, the statement is, is currently still going on, and as I say, the devil will be in, in the detail. But it is important that we do support uh, people's livelihoods and, and businesses going forward. Um, I, I think we possibly could have gone a bit further. Um, I'd like to see how the how the target has been determined. Because I say in the initial statement when the funnel was first announced, uh, you know, I thought it was wonderful. I thought, you know, very forward-thinking Chancellor. But as we worked through cases... Uh, and constituents were contacting me. There was a number of problems in it. Now, in the, in the last six months, we should have been more focused uh, and been able to come forward with more targeted plans to support people because we've had this length of time. And according to the Prime Minister, we're going to be in this situation for six months, possibly longer. So I, I think that time should be used to deliver a plan that would support those that need it most and who can actually attract further training and jobs for the future to help us to go over and recover this situation. Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's dedication, it's fortitude, and it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years, and it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. And looking ahead, Kate, this seems a lot less expensive than the original furlough plan, but it's still got to be paid back at some point. What's got to give? I see the Times reporting today that the uh, triple lock on increases to state pensions, for example, was vetoed by the Prime Minister. Yes, well, I mean, again, uh, the Chancellor must come forward with a plan for the recovery. But of course, we're in a situation now we, we cannot let businesses that could be viable uh, fall at this stage and hopefully if we get a, a good recovery uh, and situations start to get back to normal, it can be paid back. Now, interest rates are extremely low right now, and I think that the country recognises that, of course, this has got to be paid back, 
but we can only pay it back if we've got people in jobs and businesses are thriving. So it is important at this stage we do everything possible to protect businesses and jobs and, of course, health. Give us a sense, Kate, of how it actually applies where you are, because I imagine your your email inbox probably these days will be full of a lot of people uh, in, in great difficulty in these circumstances, uh, businesses, people with jobs that may or may not continue to exist. Uh, can you give us a few sense of an example of how it's happening where you are? Because Blackburn, of course, has suffered a, an even bigger lockdown than many parts of the United Kingdom. It has, and a number of times I've written to, minister, written to ministers and even the Prime Minister uh, cross-party support for the letter, asking for more support for areas that have suffered longer in lockdown. Now, if you look at the number of small businesses across Lancashire, they just have not been able to survive. And if our pleas would have been heard, a number of those businesses could. And, and what about the uh, measures more widely? I mean, this is the issue, isn't it? That when lockdown measures come in, stuff has to close down. And we've seen it locally. We've seen it more widely. Um, what, what exactly are, are you calling for at a local level when these things happen? Well, uh, first of all, I would really call for the additional funding for the local council, who has gone to great lengths to try and support jobs and businesses uh, that are directly involved with the council. And Blackburn is facing a, a £19 million shortfall by the end of the year. Now, the support that Blackburn Council is giving to businesses has been fantastic. But when they're running out of money, they cannot continue to support rents, for example, from market traders. And there's a real concern there that, that the market could actually close because we haven't had this targeted support we need. If you look at the uh, things like the car parts and the leisure centres, huge loss of income. And of course, this is all related to jobs. You know, councils just don't keep money, actually. creates jobs. Uh, I've had a number of taxi drivers saying that, you know, they just cannot continue. A number have actually gone out of business because they didn't have the sort of length of their business uh, to qualify for some of the grants that were there. So we really need to focus and, and provide a local solution and, and invite the councils and the, the business partners to come up with what they need for their area because it is important that the money the Chancellor spends is spent effectively and efficiently. And that is really important so we can sort of steady the ship and try and help all these small businesses get back to normal whether it's six months or 12 months, it really is important. And, of course, if the education of the young people in the colleges, I mean, they are really going to suffer. Colleges will suffer. Uh, so we definitely need that target to support business, education and health. Kate, let me ask you about Blackburn as well in more detail, because as we said, you did have a particularly strong lockdown. What the what the government has been saying about all these measures we're talking about, about the restrictions and everything else, is to do with how long this, this lasts, this virus uh, pandemic lasts and the effect it lasts and, and the surge that we're seeing at the moment. Were the measures that were taken take, that were taken in Blackburn, where you are, or where you, your constituency, were they effective? Did people do what they were supposed to do? Yes, absolutely. In in the main, Blackburn has done a fantastic job uh, working with communities. But I think we have to be honest, the test and trace system has been an absolute shambles. There was £12 billion spent on a system that just 
did not work. It was given to big companies rather than local health authorities. We would have people who just could not get a test. Uh, people could not get results. Care homes were sent faulty equipment, faulty PPE, faulty uh, test kits, which has allowed the virus to spread. Now, Blackburn, uh, an excellent director of public health, who really pushed for additional testing resources to Blackburn. Uh, we had a meeting with the minister and we were promised that. Yeah. The additional test turned up for two hours and then went. You know, it, it's just crazy. The test and trace is at the root of the spread and until we get that system working effectively, yeah. uh, I'm afraid the virus levels will continue to rise and it won't okay. just be Blackburn. Kate, thanks so much. Kate Holland there, Labour MP for Blackburn, talking about test and trace on the day that we do get the app released. So give that a download. Um, Roger, we've got to talk about what we heard today from the Chancellor then. A new job support yep. scheme, topping up wages of workers, returning on shorter hours. So the idea is that the government contributes something to people who are actually working, are in what they call viable jobs, and then more loans as well for businesses, extending the, the loans of repayment. I think the loans and, and also uh, the VAT changes that they've put in place will be an absolute godsend to an awful lot of companies that are, as, as Kate was saying, very much on the, the difficulty area. And some of them, of course, will already have planned perhaps even to close. Let's hope none of this was too late, although Kate said she thought much of it would be. Bloomberg Westminster. Listen weekdays at noon on DAB Digital Radio in London. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Success is more than a destination. It's dedication. It's fortitude. And it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. It's the best of each of us, made better by the best in all. All of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.